G'day, g'day, and welcome to Toddy on the Potty, the football podcast bringing the amateur story to light. We are here at episode 14, and I have a long-time friend of mine on the, uh, on the potty with me, and I'm very excited. The one, the only, Mr. Peter Simmons. Thank you for jumping on, legend. Mate, mate, I really appreciate you jumping on. Um, I'm obviously I messaged you a little bit and heard you were jumping on and listening and stuff, and I was yeah really appreciative of that, mate, because you're well well respected. Definitely the Nisbets well respect you, mate, and um, you are in the footy footy realm, so I appreciate you having me on. It's probably one of the few households that I am well respected. Nah, mate, nah. I know your background, mate, and you are well respected around around all the footy scene. I know that for sure, mate. Hey, um, we'll jump into it, mate. We'll uh, just go to what's your day to day, mate. What's your what's your sort of work consist of? Day to day, get up pretty early most days. I still go to the gym, I swim yep. a little bit. So, um, yeah, a couple of days in the gym. So I'm usually five quarter past five. Get up, up and um, going in the gym or in the pool. Yeah, I'm in the gym at sort of half past five. Um, go with a mate, you know, and which is great. Like when you're going with someone else, um, you don't want to let your friends down. So yep. the same thing, you know, through the footy and team. You know, it's always good to have someone else that um, yeah encourages you to go or 100%. sort of half makes you go. You feel guilty if you don't go because yep. you're letting them down. So yeah, gym twice a week in the pool. Do two point one k's twice a week in the pool. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then head to work. Yep. Um, I work for us small food distribution yep. company yep. and um, do a bit of everything. We're only, we're only very small, so do a bit of everything. Yep. You know, I run the admin and purchasing and all that sort of stuff. Yep. And then I've got um, uh, three kids. So I've got the son, Harry, and, and two daughters, um, Bridie and Lily. So, yep. um, How old are the kids now? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Harry's 24. Yeah, that's crazy. No, dude, I, dude I, I remember when we first sort of met, I was obviously a young fella. I reckon I was 11, 12 when we sort of met. Mm. And I was a big kid compared to Harry. Harry, I remember him after winning that, prem- we'll get into that later, the premiership. Three years old, running running across the oval. I just remember it like vividly. And now he's 24. How old are the girls? Yeah. Uh, Bridie's just turned 21 and Lily is about to turn 20. That's so, yeah. Crazy, man. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. Um, no, that's wicked. Two point one k's. That's that's pretty impressive. You have you have always, you know, you, you've always sort of prided yourself on your fitness, haven't you? Yeah, I, look, I'm not as, probably as fit as I like to be, but um, just health in general. I think you're better to do a little bit um, yeah. if you can, just to uh, it's as much a mental health exercise as a Agreed. mental health 100%, exercise. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I really swear by that. And, you know, and always been around footy clubs and stuff, I'm sort of one of those people who, you know, you push your players pretty hard, and if you're not pushing yourself yeah. hard or, you know, you're not looking... Pra- practice you what know, you preach. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, no, I can yeah. completely get that. It's awesome. I'm, I'm the same with my sort of stuff. I obviously work away and stuff, but that week I'm home, religiously, we'll do a ride saying that. I didn't go today, but my mates had a bit on. Um, we do a, a, a ride every Wednesday, and if if you don't go, you feel like you're letting the other person down. So you sort of you work with each other. There's days you don't want to go. There's definitely days you don't want to go, but you still do it. So, um, right, and when you when you finish, it's, you always feel good. It's like again, like free training. Sometimes you don't want to go, but you go, and something yeah. happens, and you have a laugh, and you get through it. Yeah. 
By the time you've done it all, you're actually glad you went. Yeah, half. So, what are they? I, I don't know how the saying goes, but half hour training shit in the gym is better than nothing at all. So, it's um, you might as well get out there and give it a crack. And if it's shit, so be it. Unless you did it. Um, yeah. Any any other sort of interest you want to jump into, Simo? Like, I don't know, music, bloody wineries, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drink a bit of wine, and I'm not a, a wine nuffy or anything like that. Nah. But I've got a little bit of a collection of wine that. Nice. I don't catalogue, it's just there, and I forget I've got things and yeah. pieces. But, yeah. um, and I've got a fair bit. Yeah. I've probably got 50 dozen red boxes of wine wow. in my cellar. Yeah, um, yeah that's uh, a little bit through, um, buy some stuff in bulk, and yeah. um, from down the clown way, with a, a fellow called Matt Wink, who runs Smidge Wines. Yeah. The plug, they're really good. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, they're really good. And then I play the guitar and sing and do a little bit of that sort of stuff. I forgot you, yeah, I forgot you the guitar. Got a drum kit in his lounge room, so... Jam again. Go there yeah. once a fortnight. How good is that? Tunes. Yeah, I love that, I love that's it. That's good fun. That's I wish, really that, fun. that's something I really wanted to get into was to learn how to play a guitar. And I've got a, a gammy finger. Sorry, we're on we're on the Zoom call on Toddy on the Potty today, so we're venturing out again. Um, and yeah. yeah, I can't bend that finger. Um, I'm sure I could still learn, but it's something I always wanted to do, but I don't know, I just... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you've got to be half smart to be able to play the guitar. I don't know. Nah, nah. Just got to remember things and, yeah. and have them written down. And I, I literally have got most songs that I play with my mate written down on sheets and flip through books. Yeah. And, you know, have them all posted so you can, yeah. That's cool. Remember what you're playing and what the words are and what the chords and tongue. But I've got busted up fingers as well. Yeah, so footy, so mate. Footy does that. Anyway, I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to jump into on the hobbies and sort of day-to-day stuff or you want to jump in? Uh, I've, I've got a Kelpie. Um, oh, yeah? Two-year-old Kelpie that I uh, mess around with in the backyard. And um, I suppose my other, my other thing that I really enjoy is being outside and yeah. being in the garden. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, that drives you to think about, you know, travel and, and yeah. things like that as well. So yeah. I'm always keen to get away and oh. do some travelling. But yeah, if you... If you look, if I if I don't have anything on and it's a nice day, you'll find me in the garden. Pottering around, yeah, yeah, I love that. I'm um, definitely finding like the older older I'm getting, I'm like I'm more interested in the garden. Like done all my grass and that now at the back and trying to work out what plants to do and stuff. I'm yeah, I'm pretty fascinated by all the stuff out there too. Eh? It's um, it's a cool yeah, world mate. out there. As, as, sorry to interrupt, but as you as you know, I talked to your dad yep. quite a bit. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, once upon a time, our conversations would have purely have been about, oh, Todd's done this, Ben's done this, um, um, Collingwood Magpies are doing this, yeah. what's going on in local local footy. But of more recent years, he started to talk to me about, you know, growing tomatoes, yeah. and vegetables, yeah. and all that sort of it's stuff. It's weird so, how the yeah, world works. Good. It is, eh? You know, your friendship's been 20 plus years now, so you've sort of grown together. And yeah, your, your interests change over time, don't they? That's for sure. I, I love that, Simo. Um, righty, man. Well, um, let's get the journey, mate. Where did it all start, mate? Who got you? Who got you into footy? Oh, my dad. My dad. Um, my dad played league footy for North Adelaide. Didn't know and, that. Um, yep. Cool. Yeah, he's he's a life member. Wow. Um, so I've got two. And I'm a life member as well. So yep. we've got you know father and son life membership together, and there's probably not that many that. Um, at North Adelaide anyway that would be in that situation so something I'm pretty proud of so yeah when I was real little like my mum and dad I grew up in Clemsey um, which is not far to 
Prospect Oval. Down the road, yep. My dad didn't have a car at one stage, and he used to donkey me on the on the, you know, the bar of the, the sissy bar of the push bike yeah. and to Prospect Oval because um, he'd finished playing, but he used to go and watch him train and whatever. And we go down the change rooms as a four or five year old, have a kick on the oval, go to the change rooms. You know, I met Bob Hammond, Barry Robran, and yeah. Bone Jaworski, and Mike Patterson, and you know, oh, legends and like North Adelaide legends. Yeah. Um, and so I just grew up hanging around, you know, North Adelaide Footy Club with my dad. And um, then I played footy at, at my primary school yeah. and uh, did that. And, and I just played primary school footy until I was probably. 12 yep. and ventured to Walkerville. Walkerville, the, they're, they're the cats, yeah? Yeah, the cats. The cats, yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I did wonder what your home club was, so yeah, keep going. I'm yeah, so that was my home club, out cool. of Walkerville. Yep. Um, loved it out there. Um, yeah, had a really good time out there. I was playing cricket out there as well. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, so I was at Walkerville, and then I went out to uh, pre season in um, 1982. I went to North yep. as a pre season. And just went to play in the under 17s. Mm-hmm. Um, managed to get selected as the captain um, of North under 17s. Yeah. Play five games in the 17s and then played reserves. Yeah, right. For the rest of the year. As a 17 year old. As a 17 year old. And crazy. Andrew Jarman was in that side. Yeah. Uh, Peter Bennett, uh, another one who played in the 87 grand final. I um, played 300 games, Pete, for um, North. Yeah, right. Sent up forward. I was having it. Carlo was another one. I was having it. Gilbert McAdam. Yeah. Gilbert McAdam played for the oh, 17s at North. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a legend, that yeah, boat. Yeah. I love him. Um, so I, got, I got some really good things I've done with Gilbert over the years. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, yep, North Adelaide Reserves started real North young. Yep. So, obviously, we'll talk about the flag later on, but then you obviously, what, another year in reserves or straight into it, straight in the league after that? No, I played a. I played mostly, uh, I had quite a few injuries with my ankles early on, and yeah, yeah I played mostly... Bit, no, sorry, uh, no, we're just talking about the premiership, one, premiership year, one, so that year, was that more of a three, consistent year sort of thing, playing most of that year? Seven or eight. 80, was it 86 or 7? Um, in 84, probably oh, 12 to 15, Simo. 85. And then yeah, we're yeah, dropping out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Right, let's let's start again. I can edit this shit after. Um, So, yeah, just getting that consistency with the footy, mate. Like, was it 87 the flag or 86? Yeah, no, 87. 87, that's what I thought, yeah. That year, was that a consistent year? So, so there was a bit of building up to the premiership year for you. So, you sort sort of were there, about, but the continuity in the league team sort of happened around that sort of year. You started playing most of that game. Um, well, yeah, yes and no. It was, it was. Um, I was, I was just a battler, really. And and North had, a, we had a big range of superstars. You know, the Jarmans and Michael Redden and and um, yeah, Tony Antrobus earlier on and yeah, um, David Robertson who played in Collingwood. Just you know, just go on and on. And um, you know, the the group was really consistent. And so I. Uh, even in 87, I played probably 16, I reckon I played 16 games in 87. Yeah. And um, we played Glenelg at uh, Adelaide Oval and I did a couple of things wrong and I got dropped 
and um, yeah, missed the last part of the minor round, and then actually yeah. got recalled for the grand final. So yeah. I was pretty lucky. I didn't play in any of the build-up finals. Yeah, right. I didn't play the last three or four minor round games. Yeah. Play them in the reserves. Yeah. But once you, when you're in the reserves, you just put your head down and go as hard as you can. Yeah. And, try and get back in. And um, try and get back in. So yeah, luckily I was selected. In uh, I got a phone call from Michael Noonan, the coach, in, on a Monday night. Um, and said, uh, yeah, you don't have to panic, don't worry about too much stuff, you just, you're in, yep. um, enjoy the week of training, and uh, and you'll start on the field, so I knew everything that was going on, yep. nice and early, and so it was easy to come back, so it was probably the grand final game that really cemented my sort position in the team, and yeah, and it was much easier from there on in. I'm just having a look at some of these names. I'm just looking at the Premiership team now. I actually had a look before, but you had Daryl Hart in there as well. Yeah, you said the Jarman, yep. Jarman boys. Uh, Clisby in the middle. Is that Mitch Clisby's dad? Remember? Uh, no, but they're relative. Relative. Because yeah, I'm pretty that's, sure... That's true. Pr- pretty sure Mitch was... Yeah. Um, Mitch played at North too, though, didn't he? I'm pretty sure. He did. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, yeah Mitch, Mitch was a real good player. I reckon Mitch played in their grand final. Yes, yes, correct. But yeah, you look at that team and obviously... This is three years prior to me being born, but I still look at that and you see a few names there and you're like, wow, that's pretty impressive. Like, the sort of team you're in. And you're a back pocketer. Back pocket, half back flank. Yeah, I ended up, I was named in the back pocket, but pretty much played on the half back flank. Is that, why, is, is that why you love Ben so much? That's why I love Ben so much. <laughs> yeah, and he, he, and he, and he, and, and so I had a real, because I play that position, you have a real, um, you know, affinity to it, and you think it should be played a certain way. Yeah. And um, and Ben, you know, did a tea. He played it um, pretty much exactly how I used to play it. Yeah. Um, I, I probably didn't have the same sort of lip that Ben had with his teammates or his, um, you know, opponents. Yeah, he'll but, uh, he'll tell you that. The rest I know. Of it was, was pretty, pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was obviously you're a big part of his whole career, really. So, hats off to you. You probably moulded him to what he what he is today, mate. So. Um, yeah, most of it. Yeah, that's enough about him anyway. Um, it's about you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Premiership, massive. 50,000 at the game in that 87 grand final. Yeah. I read too. That is, that's crazy. Like, because this sort of, this era, this is pre-AFL. So, their AFL comp is as big as the AFL then, isn't it, really? Oh, it was. Yeah. It was. In, in 1989... We played a home and away game against Port Adelaide at Football Park, and it, it was a, a Sunday game. It was on Father's Day. Um, there was something like thirty-five thousand people at a North Adelaide Port Adelaide home and away game. So what? that's how big yeah. SNFL used to be. Yeah. And it was, you know, you'd go to Alberton and there'd be nine or ten thousand people there. You'd go to you know, Prospect or Norwood, um, and there'd be good numbers. You know, eight, nine thousand people there, and the the, the ovals were were just packed. Yeah. But and you know, you got to appreciate the quality of people that were pl- quality of footballers that were playing. Yeah, definitely. In the sample, like I, I stood John Platten. Yeah. I played against Russell Ebert. Malcolm Blight was playing when he came back from North yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. Played against him. Yeah. You know, Bradley, Stephen Kernahan. Absolute um, legends yeah, of the game, yeah. Peter Motley. Yeah. You just go through them, um, some crazy names yeah. in terms of the whole AFL. Yeah. Um, it, they're, they're, not, they're not... Look at it 
least probably spoken about enough what they should be just because it's not un- that i mean they are they're legends of the game but you don't see it as in a much light because it's not the afl if you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. it's a weird way to say it but people in, you know in that era what that what it was about like it's just it's crazy how it's sort of because they're the saying nfl today i still think it's the best comp outside of the afl it's pretty strong. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty strong. And look, just going back to those years, we used to play um, uh, Escort Cup or Foster's Cup games, and they were on a Tuesday night. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you ever can remember them. You might be a bit too young. Yeah. But um, we play uh, we'd play on Saturday. We'd jump on a plane, fly to Melbourne Tuesday afternoon, play, play a game of footy in Melbourne on Tuesday night, jump on the plane, come home, and then play again on, on Saturday. You would be right. And we oh, yeah. played, I played against Collingwood. Yeah. Um, we beat Collingwood. Yeah, and, right. uh, and Tony Burgess was playing for... Wow. Then. Renee King played. Yeah. The, it, all, all the names yeah. from Collingwood all played. And then we actually, um, we actually played in the grand final against Hawthorne. So... I played against Dermot Brereton, Makanara, whatever, on a Tuesday night. Instead of having footy training, you played these games. That is crazy. Night. And they were, they were just unbelievable. And so good for team morale and team yeah. structure and team bonding and, yeah. and things like that. That's so, cool. Yeah, it, it was an incredible period of time. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely a good era. Um, so... Massive for North winning the flag, 87. So you stuck it out there. I reckon you were there for another four or five years, something like that. Now, I, um, I totally wrecked my knee in 1991. Round, round one of 1991, yep. I totally wrecked my knee um, after doing it um, earlier in 1990. So, yeah, so I finished, yeah, round one, 1991 was the last time I played a game of footy. Oh, wow, sorry, there was nothing after nothing after North. All right, so nah, you, nah. You, you... My knee was just cooked. shot. Yeah. So it was 91 yeah. the other year they won the flag? Was that... Correct? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I was looking for your name. I thought something must have gone wrong there. So, yeah, obviously the name oh, was... No, it was 90, 90, 91, 90. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, anyway. Po- Westies, yeah, you smacked yeah. 75 points or something. Um, yeah. So you ended up finishing at North Adelaide of 111 games and 32 goals. So those goals, you weren't, weren't get kicking them from the back pocket, were you? Uh, I kicked a lot of them from did the back you? pocket, but yeah, no, early on, I played it. I played early on. I was I played as a um, on baller. Yep. Um, when Andrew Bruce or Hart were injured, um, I'd get a game and you know try and sneak as many through as I could to try nice. and hold my place in the side. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I kicked a few. I probably fifty-fifty, I reckon, from playing on ball. There's, there's not that. The not a bad ratio from playing half your probably career in the back line too, though. Really, thirty-two goals ain't bad, yeah, eh? Yeah. Take that any yeah, day. Probably, probably played more half of my games back there so I'm, I'm a little bit um, I reckon I played a few more games than that so um, anyway that's something I like that's something I've, I've actually researched that on wow I'm going to have to Wikipedia and I, you reckon more? The numbers on the they're, they're the numbers on the on the North LA website and as part of the history committee they've put together and it's fantastic but like you, on the North website you can go in and see every game that you play and yeah. anyone's name to whoever, whoever played an A great game and yeah. see the game that they played and who was in the best players and the scores and all that sort of stuff that done a really good job. Yeah, but, um, it doesn't sound right. There's a gap, no, there's a gap there where I reckon I played some games and 
I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna jump on that with you after this because I like I get my facts where I'm I'm annoyed now I'm pissed but no nah, no nah, that's good um and then obviously you would have had a few resis games there as well so total them up yeah, a bit more so you were retired wow so 91 you would have been 26 or something like that not even yeah that's it. Yeah. yeah 26 yeah it's a yeah. it's an early way to go out isn't it but it's actually quite common eh and back in the 90s and that it, injuries weren't that easy to fix up were they no. No, well, I had, um, I ended up having, I did my knee twice uh, in league games and then I, I wrecked it once at training before I even came back from um, yeah. my uh, rehab. So, yeah, it, my, once my knee went, it was, it was pretty much cactus. It yeah. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't real. As, wasn't real good. Nah. And, and so it just wasn't good enough to play footy and, and, um, and that was, that was how coaching came about, I suppose. I was, yeah. I was 26 and didn't want to exit the game and, you know, wasn't really happy about, you Stop. know, exiting the club. And yeah. So, was trying to find ways to, you know, reinvent yourself and stay yeah. involved in the And uh, 30 years on, we're still involved and I love it. I absolutely love yeah. it. So, let's go on. After 91, obviously, the shit stuff with the injury, mate. Where did the coaching journey start? At North. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, really good. Did the reserves, but yeah, did the reserves there at North as a, an apprenticeship. Yeah. For a, a couple of years. Hey, how was how was Hardy learning off? I'm actually mates with his son, which is pretty cool. Just I met him up in Roxbury. I'm good mates with his son. Yep. Um, what was Hardy like as a as a coach? He's hardcore. Hardcore. That was hardcore. Yeah. He's hardcore in everything that yep. he does. It's yep. just his personality, nature. Yeah. Super bloke. Yeah. Super bloke, and um, but he he was probably. He was. At times. Yeah. Um, you could be in the 90s though, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah and, that, and that's right. That's that's where we came out of. Yeah. You know, we, we, we came out of a, like a, a brutal system. Yeah. yeah. And um, things were just starting to change yeah. a little bit. Um, you know, crows were around. Yeah. And, you know, things were starting to change in the AFL yeah. scene on a broader national perspective. And he probably would admit it himself, yeah. um, I reckon. But... Um, but he was really good. Like yep. he, he introduced some new things um, to the club in terms of you know defensive positioning and um, you know zone structures, yep. those sort of things that were really brand new. So he introduced all of those yep. sort of things. Um, and Just, he's a great teacher, yep. a really really good teacher. And so yeah, so learn a lot of him. A lot. Yeah. From from him. So yeah. couple couple years around the North Sea coaching, and then where to, mate? Perspective. I was a runner with uh, Brad Ryan, yep. another North guy, and um, he was he was coaching at Walkerville. So back to back to the, old uh, roots. the home club. Yep. So I was the runner, yep. and he was he was a playing coach. So I helped him out uh, a little bit on the you know with the coaching as as a runner and and, uh, and support crew yep. on the on the side. And then from there, I went to Adelaide Uni and uh, yeah. coached in the amateur league. Yep. So. 
that's probably 1998 yep. now. So what did were they? Two years at Adelaide Uni. I did one. Oh, I did one. Yeah, when I got there, when I was there, um, they'd never been out of Div 1. So that was something they really prided themselves on. The two things they prided themselves on was never not being in Division 1 and never paying any of their players. It's a fantastic footy club. Yep. Um, it really is. Yep. Um, great fun, lads. Um, social. It, it's the most social footy club I've ever been to. Um, really? If you want... Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they easily have the biggest social calendar, uh, the most fun with their awards. Wow. Um, you know, it's 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 some it's hard to describe, and you need to get in there and see it and be a part the, of it yeah. um, to realise how good it was. Yeah. We because um, we didn't have a chain, we, we, we didn't have a club rooms as such, so we were at the General Havelock Hotel. That's oh where yeah. We, did our awards and you know any you know club-based functions were done at the Havelock Hotel. Yeah. Back in those days, the Havelock Hotel was a thrive of activity. Yeah, well, um, I, I had my twenty-first there and had a bit of fun there. So I don't know what it's like now, but yeah, 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 yeah it was a good, uh, good spot. I'm not, not sure what it's like now, but yeah, but it was great fun. Yeah, yeah. and we their their awards, you know, with eight teams, it was a swim through. So the A grade was always last, and eight teams all with their awards. Yeah, little uh, quirks and songs yep. and things that they sang. It was. It was like, you know, rug, rugby club songs and rugby team songs. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, and everyone singing and carrying on. And, yeah. yeah, it was, it That's was awesome. a through. That's cool. Just fantastic. So, Div so, 1, you know, we lost the prelim yeah. um, in 98 and then won the, won the premiership. Oh, you did? 99. Wow, yeah, how good is that? So, so, and then you just yeah. moved on yourself or what happened there? Uh, I went to Norwood. Um, yep, okay, opportunity. In, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Neville Roberts was coaching Norwood, got appointed to coach Norwood. Yep. So I went there and um, and uh, was his assistant and B grade um, coach. That was that was that was really good to yep. see another. That was my first taste of a different club, of another uh, SNFL club. Yep. And um, yeah, learned lots of interesting things and, and met lots of really good people. Um, and and the first time that year, like I think. You always know it, but first time that you actually see that the inner workings of one club aren't that dissimilar to another club, yeah. and all the people involved are really good people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've sort of I've sort of picked that up just doing the podcast, Simo. Like, you know, how there's like people from other clubs. You're like, oh, I don't like him. I don't like them. And then you actually mm-hmm. meet you meet the bloke, and you're like, wow, he's an actual like a ripper bloke, and you don't know. Bloke, yeah, yeah, and you don't know why like. You get that. It's just something about sport, eh, that just bring can bring out the worst in you, can bring out the best in you. But you meet other people from other clubs, and you're like, all this guy's doing is what I want to do at another club, sort of thing. So it's it's cool that you mentioned that because yeah. yeah, I've I know just talking to other people from other clubs now, you really appreciate other people. So love that. Mm. So you had yeah, you're at Nord for a year or so, and then is that? No, so, so one year at Nord, one year at Nord, and um, then I went to Westies, which yes. is where, where you where, know you and yeah. your family where I, um, I had the under 17s yeah and this is where I have a big grin on my um, face because it was a bloody it was a bloody good era wasn't it it was a good I don't know it was a good four or five years there um, and as a like 11 year old 12 year old sort of meeting you all and that and the group the group you had wow you did some wonderful things there so I'm going to stop talking get into the, uh, the good stuff at the old mighty bloods 
was just I, I actually don't really know how it all came together so quickly you know mm-hmm. I, I turned up there um they hadn't won a game i don't think the year before in the under 17s um change of brigade uh simon munn who's out at strath now coaching strath and who i'm sitting with and helping yep. out a little bit um his dad was involved um Brian and as recruiting and knew all the kids back to front yep. inside out. Neil Morris, um, yep. God bless him, has passed away. Great man. Um, yep. Super, super fella. Yes. Um, great affinity with young talent. Um, had coached there the under 15 and yep. country sides and, and yep. squads um, at Westies and put them together. And um, yeah, I think they were the. Well, a main part of the background and knowledge of putting together the yep. group, yeah. And every everyone in the everyone at the club at Westies, you know, and it's hard to go through all of them, but they all worked really hard to pull those kids together. And then those kids pretty quickly saw themselves that there was some phenomenal talent there. Yeah, you know, Jason Paul Pleasure. <laughs> do, um, do you want me to go through them? I've I've got them here. Oh, yeah. here. Here we go. So yeah. we've got Be- I reckon Betty Rutten might have been just prior, but anyway, I, I, no, he was, he I was yeah, it was prior. I put him there anyway. So Wade Champion, um, Luke Jericho, Paul Pleasure, Shammer, Cooney, Waters, Slattery, Hartlett, Rustling, Russell, Wood, Tiller, and then obviously um, Nottie and Mitch would have been there too. So there's there's fif- you, uh, fifteen names did you have there. Timmy Smith? Timmy Schmidt. Timmy Schmidt. No, I've gone. Yeah, I remember Timmy Schmidt. He's there as well. So that's sixteen players. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy, isn't it? What yeah, a... sixteen players in four years, all drafted, and yeah. And then there were some other in, incredible names like um, Scott Lewis, who's played oh, I know two or three hundred games for West Orange. S- still you know, playing. Still playing, by the way. Still playing for Gazer. Gazer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw him yeah, the other week. And, NFL footy um, come out of those groups as well and yep. you know Westy's Westy's premiership side I reckon had 12 or 13 guys that came through that group yeah um, you know it was just a phenomenal talent and so those those people who got those groups involved but what happened was the the boys quickly realized that they were playing footy with some some freaks and, yep. and just some really good people and um, the country group of lads their folks knew it as well well. and And just embraced it yeah they they embraced it yeah and the country group made a massive commitment to come down and most of the country boys train tuesday and thursday you know we're driving three hours crazy all the riverland boys yeah all the riverland guys yeah Yeah. it was incredible so we had this um great period of time where people just jumped on board and um, and away we went, you know, and we we set some goals. West Orange were, you know, the leaders of probably junior footy in that stage and had been most successful. And so our goal was to to mirror West Orange and with um, our success. And so it was quite fitting that we yeah. beat West Orange um, in the grand final and and, and played at Adelaide Oval, which was how good was that? Special. I know. You know, to play under lights. seventeen games under lights at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Well, it was just, just fantastic. It was just it, fantastic. A great time. Yeah. So, 
O one and O two back to back in the seventeens, and was it O four as well? The nineteens one as well. Did nineteens win an, another one in there as well? Yeah, the, uh, two thousand two. Yeah, because you, you and you and Berger back to back. I remember. Yeah, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, that was um yeah one after the other. Um, oh man, what a what a time, man! Like as I said, as a twelve year old, just a little kid watching it, it was it was seriously like some of the best memories I've had on the whole footy from uh, the journey. And and great footballers came came right. through that. You know, um, not only did we have you know the group that played with us, there were some other, you know, AFL um, superstars that we, we played against. Yes. And, um, you know, it was, it was just a, a great, great, great competition. Year. And it sort of, I'm, I'm not sure the under-18s is any better than what the under-17s used to be, but, um, yeah, because I think too many kids now, at 17s, at one year younger, they, they stayed in the 17s and so they played yeah. against each other. Now, yeah. it seems with the 18s, they play four or five games against each other and then they all disperse yep. some play B grade and some yep. play A grade and I like the um, se- I like seventeens, nineteens too, good. personally. I did like yeah. that too. On the Westies topic, mate, so you've knocked out two premierships back to back. Um I don't know what you want to sort of touch on in that era, but um for me and obviously I'd say for you too, that was probably some of the toughest times in our lives. Um there was obviously a couple of young awesome blokes that lost their lives that year um, and for the guys to sort of regroup you know a month later and win a premiership was pretty crazy yeah yeah it was it was yeah it's hard to even talk about these days I think um, mm. it was an era where we probably didn't think about mental health quite as much but the footy club were all over that um, yes. much to their credit 100%. and yeah you're right the, the two boys you know Noddy and Mitch were a couple of the you know best footballers going around both had represented South Australia they were, they um, were, they were 100% getting drafted they were all, like absolute guns of the game weren't they and um, yeah it was yeah, just it was just yeah, a, superstars yeah and just um, obviously to go through that as Obviously, you're, you're the coach, and then you've got 16, 17-year-old boys having to deal with the loss of them. It is, it's absolutely like it's remarkable that you will be out, like, able to keep them all switched on, and you know. Saturday, which was the other incredible part, you know. Yeah. Things happened on a Tuesday night, and we played footy that next week. Um, Centrals were very gracious, and we played. That's who we played. They were very gracious and said, "Hey, look, we don't have to play if you." Don't want to, but I think the boys, um, to a to a man at that stage, and and I think it was something that you know really was a defining moment probably in most of those guys' lives. Yeah. Um, you know, grew up really really quickly after that. Yeah. Um, stood up to that, and we went to um, you know Central's with a pretty well, Elizabeth Oval with a pretty clear head of yeah. you know going there to play a game of footy. We didn't care what the outcome was going to be. We just wanted to be together yep. and celebrate those two boys' yep. lives. Yep. Um, 100, and, 100%. And, yeah. It, 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 it was just obviously yeah, a, t- a terrible time in, in our lives and um, 
yeah, it was it was good to know that you know out of that year to win a premiership sort of form was it was remarkable. Um, and then obviously had obviously had Jake Watson early in year two um, with that freak accident as well. So it was oh crazy year, a crazy a crazy year. Um, and a lot of a lot I'm of still, yeah yeah. Sorry, I, I've still not witnessed anything like the Watson yeah. scenario. Um, that that just shouldn't happen. No. Um, and and it was a freak accident. Yeah. And but that was um, it was really traumatic. It was horrific. It was really yeah. traumatic. Yeah. Um, we won't we won't go too much into that because that yeah it was a another freak accident that yeah just shouldn't sort of happen um let's move on to sort of yeah so 04 as well there was a premiership there for the 19 so when did you finish up at Westie Simo yeah 04 yeah yep. we um in uh 03 we lost the grand final to Centrals um well oh, I didn't... no sorry to Sturt sorry to Sturt sorry to Sturt I apologise yeah we lost the grand final to Sturt um they had a super side and um, quite a few boys from that group um, got drafted. And uh, then, yeah, 04, we missed the finals. We had, we had a good team. It just took a little bit of time to, to grow. get it up to where it was. Yep. And, um, but, yeah, so 04. And then 2005, I went to Glenelg. Yep. And coached the A grade at Glenelg. Yep, I saw that. In 2005. Yep, so you coached there for the year. And then... I got the sack from Glenelg. And, yep. um, yeah, only... Coached the, I think they sacked me after round seventeen. We lost the Westies, got a got a hiding, which was, yeah, probably a game that we should have done won. a lot better yep. in um, than what we did. And uh, we we actually gone alright through most of the year, but yep. um, yeah, got knocked off in a bad one. And um, anyway, so they uh, they moved me on, and um, so I didn't do anything for a couple of years after that. Yep. Um, I went away pretty quietly and just regrouped and sort of found, found um, himself again. my love for the game. And then it wasn't until, uh, so it must have been 1997, I reckon. It was halfway through, so, so it's 2007. Yeah, yeah. Um, so halfway through 2007, your dad rang me up and said, what are you doing footy-wise next year? And I go, oh, I'm not, really? I don't think I'm doing anything at this stage. And he goes, well, you need to coach the Strathalbyn Football Club. Well, wow. I don't know anything about the Strathalbyn Football Club, and your dad goes, "Well, you don't need to know anything about it. Ben plays for them. Um, yeah. There's some other good lads. You're coming there. out. You know the you know the Richardson boys from uh, Glenelg. Yep. And uh, come and have a watch and sit and have a chat. Yeah. And uh, see what you think. So I went and watched the game at uh, Strath, and I sat next to the scoreboard. And I must admit, I wasn't overly impressed. <laughs> and um, so oh, I can't remember who they were playing. Um, they won. Yeah. And, and they, uh, I think they played in the, in the, I think they lost the prelim final in 2008. Yeah, I can. Uh, sorry, 2007. Seven. And, um, Eight, yeah, three. so I, uh, I went and had a look. And then anyway, the jungle drums started beating. Start and, uh, who, uh, yeah. who, so I love that dad sort of was the one. I didn't know that. That's funny as. And now it sort of makes sense because dad would have been pestering yeah, you. Yeah, no, he yeah. would have been pestering you until you came there then. Um, so, oh, oh, yeah, it was your first year? Yeah. Yeah, right. So 
obviously I was. Yeah, so, yeah, 2008 was my first year. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, so I, I ate at Strath, um, straight into a grand final. I remember that. Um, that was a tough one, wasn't it? Was that? Yeah, 08 was. That was tough. Where did we finish that year? I reckon we were up there. I reckon we finished third. Yeah. Um, I reckon Wollonga were top. Langon Creek was second. I think we finished third. And um, did, did, we managed to uh, put put the creek away. Yeah. And, um, got it. Got in. Through the grand final. Yeah. Which was huge. We. Um, yeah, it was huge. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't yeah. doesn't help doesn't help when um. Oh, look, remember, he got. I remember he got a jab or something that that day, and he didn't yeah. come up. That was that day, wasn't it? When you don't have Eagle Rock getting up for the game, yeah, course, there's, yeah. there's, you're not on the right foot, are you? Yeah, and look, you know, um, Eagle Rock was the best team in Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's such a good footballer. You wouldn't say no again, if he, yeah. You know, it, it, I, I listened to, I loved your chat with Mitch Porlock, you know, and great bloke. Um, talk about the Wollonga days, and Wollonga were just a powerhouse. They, they were unbelievable. Did you, did, um, did, did you hear the start? Did you, you hear? Know, as I said, with, you know, Westies, we sort of looked. Yeah. Did you hear the start? So, um, Mitch, Mitch, oh, I can't hear it again. Mitch's, I can't hear again. Mitch's start with Wollonga. Hadn't missed a final series. They'd missed one in 21 years or something like that. Like, they're just always around, eh? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, they are, yeah. T- amazing, amazing footy club. Going back to 09, Simo. Going to 09. Same deal. Obviously made mm. made the mm. um, Jack Granny again, but that was one that felt like we had it, eh? Like, I, I can sort of remember the game. Um, it was only a couple of kicks in it in the end, wasn't it? That was yeah, like Mitchy. Mitchy won the game. I think it was four points, and yeah. Mitch kicked the goal from from the far side at, uh, at McLaren yeah. and um, put him in front. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the first time they'd been in front since probably early in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, they, that was that was one of the best games of footy was, I've uh, been involved with. Yeah, um, you know to watch, you know. Hamsey and Portlock and um, Toddy Steele and Ascot, um, Carnavali, um, they were just, they had people. Talent on, talent on, talent. On, yeah. On, on, every, on every line, yeah. you know, and we had, we had, you know, young Mark Elliott, you know, he would have been. 19, his first probably full yeah. season of A-grade footy. Ben Simmons in his first season of A-grade footy. Yeah. Um, the Maxwell boys, you know, um, Bananetti, Weckett, first Ooh, season of yeah. A-grade footy. So we were, Young. we were nowhere near the quality of those guys. Yeah. And um, we, I reckon we finished fourth and uh, had played every final. We just run out of steam. Yeah. We just absolutely ran Gassed. out of steam. Yep. And uh, full credit to Wollonga for never giving yep. up. Yep. And sticking at it and working hard. Crazy. Um, but yeah, it was the one that got away. Exactly. You know, if if you, yeah, that's probably the 
And I don't think there's anything more any of us coaches do. can do. It just yeah. purely came down to players. And, yep. and it was just the quality and ability of Wollonga that, that finally won that game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Enough, enough of the down, mate. Let's 2010. Let's talk that year. What a year that was. Yeah. Well, we um, two years in a row we've been beaten. Beaten by Wollonga. Yeah. So we had to bring some other people into the footy club. So you know we went out and you know tried to recruit people who we thought would be fill the gaps for us and also be quality people and you know in, in the end we didn't really need to recruit a lot we you know grabbed Tommy Redden and played footy down at Glenelg yeah. um, superstar freak in his own right yeah. and um, and probably the um, young stringer you know how good was there yeah, he, he, was... He, was, he was just phenomenal um, and the other one that always really impressed me when he played footy at Langon Creek was um, Delator. Toddy. Uh, he he oh. just so good. Well, super calm. Yeah. You know, and yeah, just that was just something that we needed. Yeah. You know, the calmness and delivery. I I was lucky. Like I was him. lucky enough in my illustrious twenty-five game career playing B grade, played probably five or six or maybe three or four B grade games with Toddy like and you know how he was at that era where he sort of didn't really want to play but he was playing yeah. he I remember yeah. playing a game with him and he was just something else so like you did I, lo- I love the bloke I, I, he was one of those guys I wish could have played like 300 games because eh? he was he just yeah. he just had it all eh? just just um didn't 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 I don't know not, didn't love the game but he you know he just I, I suppose family and stuff takes Takes priority sometimes, doesn't it? Because he's got obviously a young family and stuff. And but he was something else, man. And obviously the grand final that year to win it like we did, like it just felt like it was meant to be. To be honest. Yeah, I think um, you know I look at my coaching career in the Great Southern. It's um, the highs and lows. Um, Mitchie Porlock seems to be in everything. So, yeah. You know, I, I love the fact that. Um, we coached against each other the last couple of years, and um, yeah, that was really quite special. Like, yeah, you know, had him as a nemesis towards us almost yeah. for a period of time, and uh, and then to see him in, in a similar role as yeah. myself, and yeah, still be involved. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's, it's good. It's to a great s- thing about the great Southern. Exactly. Um, yeah, and he's one of those guys I was talking about before, like from a different sort of club. You didn't know him, and then you meet him, and you're like, wow. He's and I'm yeah. not. You don't hear one person say a bad word about him. He's just the ultimate, ultimate club guy. He's a he's a legend. Um, yeah. So yeah, obviously that. Yeah, we we know what happened there. We got got the flag in ten, and then probably three or more, three three or four more years at Strath. Three years or two years. I did. I did two more. Two more. Uh, yep. Yeah, I did two more after that. I was there for five. Yeah. So, yeah, 2011, we um, we lost to Langon Creek. Yeah. Um. In the in a prelim. prelim yeah. Windy windy day. A uh, couple of injuries. Jen Hickey got injury injured us in our back. Yeah. And um, we played most of the year without Duff. He was having a hiatus. Yeah. And um. 
So we probably had our chances to win that, um, but ultimately Lionel Creek with a better side on the day, so yep. we missed out. And then, and then um, 2012, we just got off really slow. We had a lot of changes. We got off really slow. I think we were one and eight yep. on the first nine rounds, and then came home like a train and just a bit late. We, just couldn't get over Wollonga again yeah. um, at home. You know, we had to beat Wollonga at home. I think it was round 17. And um, if we could have, if we got over them, we would have got ourselves in and just snuck into the final. And you, probably scared. You never, but, yeah. But we lost by, I don't know, four points, yeah. five points, something like that. Yeah, that's crazy. Again, and, and they were, they were, they were the best team all year. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but we, something about the two clubs and the rivalry that the two clubs have bring out the best in us uh, yep. both. Yeah. We seem to have the wood over them a little bit at Straff and find it very hard to beat them at Wollonga. Yeah. Although most sides find it hard down there. Yeah. So, Wicked Era, Straff, and then you come back a couple of years ago, or well, last year. You, two years, another two years? 20, 2020, yeah. yeah. 2020, yeah. The, the first affected year of COVID. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd been overseas. Yeah. I went, I, went to the, I went to England and went to the Ashes. Um, oh, nice. In 2019 yeah. at Lords and um, came home from a, from a trip and, and Nathan Duffield rang me up and said, what are you doing? We're trying to rebuild a few bits and pieces here at the footy club. And um, I want you to get involved, and yeah, if you coach the A grade, I'll coach the B grade, and yeah. we'll try to get some things up and running again. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so Duff is a great bloke, as you know, and yeah. um, uh, very strong-minded, but also he's really committed. Yeah. So when he commits, and you're committing with him, it's quite easy. Yes, um, exactly. So yeah, so so I, so I said yeah after having been, I, I helped out. At North Sunder 18s when Harry had a year there, yeah. and um, that was the only thing I'd, I'd done yeah. really in between those years. Yeah. And um, but yeah, the boys and the footy club um, were really welcoming, and and I, I really enjoyed it. And that's as I said, that's where I sort of came back and yeah. saw Mitch doing what he was doing, and yeah. and a lot of the blokes that were playing young lads when I left were, were still. Playing, yeah, you know. Um, I um, so, I, I smiled. I definitely smiled inside when I heard you were coming back. I was um, yeah, I was pretty happy to hear that. Um, and then yeah, now you're you're assisting the great man Simon Munn, which is cool because you're yeah, you've obviously been involved with him in the past, so that's pretty cool. We know what a man Simon is. He'd be uh learning learn a few things off you, and you'd probably be learning a few things off him too. Yeah. You know, school teacher um, goes through things really well. Talks to the playing group yeah. really well, and um, and I think he's more tuned in with the the modern style. Modern style, footy. yeah. It's, um, it's changed. Footy's changed a lot. It has. In you know, in the last ten years, footy's changed yeah. enormously. Hundred percent. Um, and although this year I reckon the AFL has 
has made a, a massive change and the attacking style is back and yeah, needed less to defensiveness yeah. and there's a lot more running and so, mm-hmm. you know, my go, as you know, has always been, you know, turn the footy over through the midfield and get a hold of it and get it up the other end as fast as you can, yeah. run, link, join cool. in, Cause numbers it. where yep. the footy is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that a lot, you know, yeah. now and I, I think that's Collingwood's MO has been really, I, I've never backed for Collingwood in my life. But you do Although, this year. <laughs> the way they play at the moment is probably yep. the most reminiscent of, you know, an older era yeah. out of all the groups. Yeah. Um, and it's just fantastically it's good, exciting. It's to good watch. to watch, isn't it? It is uh, definitely good to watch. Um, that covers most of the footy stuff, mate. You happy with that? Yeah. Cool. Very, yeah, um, no let's talk. I actually don't know this. Are you a Crows man? AFL club do you go for? Yeah, I thought, no. I, so I was correct. I didn't know one because I didn't think it sounded, and then you're obviously North Adelaide with Sample. Yeah, of course, although I've got a really soft spot for Westies. You yeah. know, to spend four years at Westies, have the number of kids that went through yeah. um, the program and be involved with them. Um, yeah, great experience yeah. Um, at Westies that I had and lots and lots of friends still from that era. So yeah, have a soft spot for Westies. Yeah, you know, that. So if you had your had your preference, it would be a North West Adelaide grand yeah. final, and you know North winning by a goal in the <laughs> dying minutes of the last term. So a close second, Westies. Now nah, I love that. Um, who did you look? Who who was your sort of person you looked up to growing up? I, I watched a lot of footy with my dad on TV. I um, I used to love David Dench. Yeah. He played for North Melbourne, fullback mm-hmm. for North Melbourne. Um, but I loved uh, Lee Matthews. I used to love the way he'd um, kick a goal, run back to the centre. He used to have his thumbs up in the air, and he like he'd run with his thumbs up in the air. Yeah. And yeah, so I probably I do remember that. Yeah. I probably idolised Lee Matthews. Love that. To be honest, yeah. Love that. Um, and then who did who did you sort of reckon you model your game on? I well, I suppose in the eighties, sort of. Different style of playing that would that be a Lee Matthews type of thing again? Uh, no, oh, probably probably more along the lines of um, of a Gary Ayres, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, um, uh, like it. I sort of, I sort of was a really good junior, and then just didn't quite know how to make that that real early transition when I was yep. 18, 19 into the A grade. Yep. Just physically, my body wasn't. I was slow maturing with my body. Yeah. It just took its time to get there. Yeah. And so I was more worried about myself than um, modelling myself on someone else. I had to figure out how I was going to yeah. um, get in there, you know. So I didn't really model myself on no. anyone and, and just listen to what my coaches were telling me to yeah. do that I needed to do to be better, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's, your, what's your one up that you one up in your whole career that you're like you just got a memory in your head that you just absolutely love doesn't have to be one but is there one oh probably probably the probably the two the two great the two most exciting games I reckon was beating Collingwood um, in Melbourne on yep. a Tuesday night yep. and uh, and winning the grand final um, in 87 yep. you know huge uh, moments they're, they're probably the, the big, two big things yeah and then we'll go. What's your What's your down, mate? Everyone's got a down. Oh, uh, the biggest downer was wrecking 
my knee um, yeah. at Footy Park against Port Adelaide in round one. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I knew, I knew it was just gone. I yeah. knew it was over. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd done a couple of years worth of rehab um, on my knee and had played really well in the pre-season games and got through the pre-season games without any issues yeah. and was so excited to be playing you know, footy again and for that to just happen, yeah. Footy park in, in the day, and for that to all be over at probably the, the blink of an eye, nine or ten minute mark of the first quarter, yeah. um, was pretty shattering. Demoralising, so yeah. That was that was probably the worst thing yeah. that happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you got a player you played with or against that you like? Wow, this guy's just just something else. with Jeff and Peter and stuff and I had the privilege yeah. of when we were growing up to sort of know him and he's an absolute ripper fella um, yeah. is there a coach that sort of stick to mind as well when you're going through north or or um, walk well, I only had one yep. well, Michael Noonan was my only um, senior coach um, at North Adelaide so yeah he he, he epitomises you know everything that I think about the game and the way the game should be played and, yep. um, and how, you, how you go about, you know, preparing and talking to people and whatever. Yeah, um, he, he had a massive influence, yep. influence on us young fellas. Yep. Um, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't go as far as saying he was a parental figure, but just from a coaching perspective, he, totally he really well. looked after us and, yep. and, and took us from, you know, um, junior footballers, you know, Andrew Jarman, myself, Darren Jarman, took so many young lads all at the same time. To the next level. Um, and presented us with, you know, league footy and you can't do that, you can't do that, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do that, you have to do this, you have to do yeah. that. And educated us really, really well. Really well. I love that. I love that. I, um, where were... Where was his playing days, Noonan? Where was was he a North man playing days? Oh, he played for Sturt. Sturt, yeah. Yep. He, he played for Sturt, so he played in a lot of their premierships. Yeah, right, um, in that good he, year. I reckon he represented South Australia. He, he was a super Superstar, yeah. yep. No, I love that. School Nugget, Rover, yep. High School Rover. Yep. Um, I've got a couple of a little different questions here. I know you're obviously playing days were a while ago, but your pre-game rituals, mate, did you have anything? That yeah, well, that, that's a ritual. Um, yeah, yeah, no, and, <laughs> and, and, and true. And I actually hadn't even thought that until 
only really recently I was listening to one of your podcasts and you, you said that and I thought, oh, I don't have it. Yeah. I never had a pregame ritual. And then I thought, well, I did. It was actually to do something different yeah. every week. Is it? You know? um, so you don't get... You get to the game. You probably got to the game roughly the same yeah. time of day, you know, yep. sit down. So nothing, chat. that's probably yeah. a, a good way to look at it. You're not, I don't know, if you don't do something, oh fuck, I'm not going to play well today. You just had different every every game, so you didn't have to sort of think about it and just roll roll with the day. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. Have you got a bit of a... Do it as much. much. In those days, certainly didn't do the, the, the dress-up thing. Yeah, um, what about, what about, i got yeah. one for you. What about <laughs> Sammy Mack every year, just hurting himself? After we get in the grand finals, he just injured himself every every game. I think I was, I was usually involved in them as well. So, yeah. you know, like somehow or another, I was involved. I reckon, I reckon he fell off the barrel and I was involved in pushing that thing yeah. across the, the grass when he fell off of that. And, and he landed on a, a, bottle? On a beer bottle. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, I reckon I was responsible for that as well. Oh, so, that's so good. Yeah, I reckon. Well, he, he's a classic. Oh, mate, he was a, he's a jet, that bloody. He was a bloody good footballer. Um, sorry, yeah, you're happy with that as your your little story. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I had to jump in there because yeah. I, I knew I knew you'd be a part of that one. Um, mate, I know you're not lost to footy. You're still obviously involved, but what's after footy, mate? You always be involved till you can't be no more, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think so. I, I, at some stage, I'll I'll have some stage fairly soon. I think Todd will have yeah. less of an involvement. Um. Oh, I probably my daughter's just won um, the association medal in the Hills Netball um, for the last two yeah. years in a row. Yeah, right. Um, and I've seen probably two games in the last two years that she's played. So you need to get more um, involved with that sort of I, stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm keen to get on top of that yep. and, and see her a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Harry played at Strath this year and. Um, and I doubt that he will next year. Yep. So then I'll get a hankering to go and see him well, play. Yep. So somewhere in the next year or two, yep, you might I reckon pull the trigger. I'll, I'll probably walk away and then yep. I'll be, then instead of, you know, having two bobs worth in a, in a game, I'll be in the bar or on the bar. Yeah, enjoying it. Being a goal umpire in the B grade or, or doing something yep. like that. Um, I'm, I'm not much of a spectator, so I like to be involved. I love that. I'm like that something. too. Yep. Yeah, good. I love that, Simo. All right, mate. Hey, you happy with all that? Yeah, no, cool, mate. Good job. Nothing we didn't sort of touch on there, man. I, I love that. Um, are you ready for the news quiz? So you, yep. you obviously know what this is about. Yeah, I'm a shocker at quizzes, but never mind. I don't want to um, scare you, mate. You, nah, you'll be all right. I've actually done a, a fair bit of research on this one, so I'm hoping you're a seven pluser out of ten, all right? And there's, a, there's, a, there's a bonus point in there as well. So um, before we get into the news quiz, mate, I do a fun fact, all right? Um, generally, generally, they're sort of... They used to be footy related, but now they're just anything, mate. This one's real short and sweet. Um, did you know a mosquito has 47 teeth? No. <laughs> <laughs> does, does anyone know that? No. 
I, that's why I stopped, because I had to go back. Mosquitoes are that small. How the hell does that thing have fucking 47 teeth? Nah. You like that? No way. You, no, I don't believe it. Yeah. Take that to work with you tomorrow, right? Um, I will. I'll, I'll try and remember that one. Use it somewhere. I like it, Simo. Good man. All right, mate. You ready to go? Yep. All right, mate. Question one. This is from the great man himself, Ashley Nisbet. All right. <laughs> the viewer's question. Who kicked the final goal in the 2010 Strath versus Wollonga Grand Final? Nathan Duffield. Correct. Had me worried there for a second. It was correct. Yeah, I just had to... He got bogged yeah. that game too. Um, yeah, he, he was fantastic. He was. Great leader. Yes. Who is Richmond's only ever number one draft pick in their history? It's a bit of a tough one, but you'll know the name for sure. When I tell you, <laughs> yeah. Um. Nah, don't. No idea. Brett Deledio. No. Brett Deledio. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. yep. That was that. Um. I, I almost, I almost said Trent Cochin the same sort of year. Yeah. Yeah. Kawa, three years after, but that was um the year was that yeah Buddy Franklin in that same year. That was a pretty classy draft. There are two players in AFL, VFL history that have kicked 150 goals in a season. Can you name one? Yeah, I can't think of the guy's name. He was um, when Hudson, Peter Hudson. Correct, I'm giving it to you. Correct. Bob Pratt, 1934 for South Melbourne and Peter Hudson, 1971. Um, Both had exactly 150 goals. All right, mate. So, now you got, what do you got? Two out of three. Happy days. Who won the Jack Odie medal in the 1987 SNFL Grand Final? I reckon I was running up that Michael Parsons won it. Correct. Did, were you, did you have a good game, did you? I, had, I played pretty well, yeah. Yeah, like around the mark? Uh, I, nah. nah. I, I, got, I got a few votes in it. I don't yeah. know how many, but I would have got a few votes in it. Nice. Yeah. No, no, good. Um, yep, Michael Parsons, the big ruckman. Six goals, one he kicked. Yeah. Mm. Is that from the Ruck? I played Ruck full pocket. Yeah, we right. changed Michael Redden and uh, Michael Parsons changed Change the pocket. Yeah, so. love that. Um, yeah. Next question. Who are Brisbane's last four Brownlow medalists? And if you can get all four of them, I'm giving you a bonus point. Well, I'm shocking at uh, remembering names. So Voss will be one. Yep. Um... Fellow that went to uh, Western Bulldogs, he was a superstar with the blonde hair and that yep. manners. Yep. Will be two. Um, you know it. I do. You can see his I face. His name. Played in the played in the midfield. Yeah, hundred percent. Was was a superstar. Yeah. Um, Who won the latest one? It's not a cut. Yes, correct. <laughs> Who headbutted a boundary umpire in the nineteen eighty season? In the AFL or VFL, getting a ten-game ban. He was an absolute superstar. Could have been. He ruined himself. Um, started out his footy here on the parade. Went over there, Phil Carman. Correct. Fabulous Phil. Also, he got ten more games that game for striking the Saints player. He got twenty games uh, total. <laughs> <laughs> what a unit! Seriously, what a unit. Played 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard oh, that. Yeah. Um, we lost a flag, Collingwood, the year he got rubbed out. He didn't play in the grand final. 1970 yeah, something, right. 77 or something like that. Who coaches oh. Norwood in the 2022 season this year? Nah, I couldn't tell you. No, I don't know. Jade Rawlings. There you go. Yep. Who was drafted from West Adelaide in two thousand in the two thousand two draft at pick number thirteen? Chandler. Correct. Who won the Norm Smith in the twenty sixteen AFL Grand Final? Nah, I can't tell you. I don't know. Jason. Who, who? Jason Johannesson. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. I think we're going to cut out of time here. This is the last question. Done. There. there you go. There are only three premiership players from the 2010 Grand Final for Strath still playing A's for Strath. Who are they? They're still playing? Yep. Mark Elliott, the captain? Yep. Ben, ben Simmons, yep. the full forward? Yep. And Mark Tucker? Correct. <laughs> okay, Charlotte, go see mummy quickly. Go on, go get mum. Go get mum. Sorry, mate. Um... <laughs> Well, yeah, I didn't pick that. And then Hawley was Hawley was another one I sort of didn't know if he's still around, but did his usual Geordie thing, played three or four games. Came and left. Um, yeah, got everyone excited Yeah, oh, God. And then oh God. Oh, well, oh, well. Um that's the end of it, Simo. You happy with it? I enjoyed it, mate. I'm, uh, yeah, we touched in a bit of everything, mate, and it's good to know. Obviously, been mates here a long time, mate, and obviously learn a bit more about you today, which was fucking cool, man. So I really, really appreciate you jumping on, mate. I really appreciate it. Learn a bit more about your dad's involvement with me at Strath. And that's, that's fair, thank you. I would never have been at Strath if it hadn't been for your dad. The great man. Oh, it actually is, but nah, I love that. You've gone back to, obviously, his roots and... Ben's and that, and there's a few generations and Nisbet's there, so I'm yeah. definitely lucky, lucky to have you out there, mate. So really appreciate it. Um, I do my usual plug, mate. You probably don't need to be on the phone for this, but I'll do it anyway because you'll be like, oh, this is this is super weird. But um, that was episode 14 with Peter Simmons, mate. As I said, mate, really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, pleasure. Awesome, pleasure. mate. All right, mate. We're going to the toddy on the potty side of things. Instagram, one word. Follow me. All that sort of jazz. And then, um, obviously, we're on Spotify. You can uh, look us up and all that jazz. Um, That was episode 14 with Peter Simmons. Done and dusted. Totting on the potty. All done. Boom. One.